Don't you wanna stay? Have a glass of lemonade. Talking business, chilling in the shade. It's cool, it's just what we do. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Baddies with Business. I am your host, Maloran Hodge. This week, I had a chance to talk to Ebony, who is the founder of the Professional Homegirl Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. This week's baddie sponsor is Viola's Heritage Breads, a bread company that seeks to honor the contributions of unacknowledged people of color in food and celebrate where we're going. Less ingredients, more love. So head on over to their website, violasheritagebreads.com. That's V-I-O-L-A-S-H-E-R-I-T-A-G-E breads.com to get your bread today. Les éléphants roulés. Thank you for joining me on this season. Um, so excited to talk to you. So, Batty, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, thank you so much for having me, Batty. And hello to the Batty community. Um, my name is Ebene, and I am the creator, founder, and host of the PhD. I know, right? <laughs> Titles, okay? Exactly. Of the, of the PhD podcast. PhD is an acronym for the Professional Homegirl. Um, on my podcast, I interview women from different walks of life, and all of my guests are anonymous. And all of my guests are also women of color. Um, a little bit about me. I was telling you earlier, I, I don't know where to start, but um, right now I work in technology, mm-hmm. not trying to be there for long. Um, I transitioned from uh, luxury retail. I love operations. I love the back end of businesses and how they are being formed and operated. Um, I am a graduate of an HBCU, the Tennessee State University. Uh, we were talking <laughs> earlier and making fun about how HBCUs are so popular now. Right. You know, Black people are in now, child. <laughs> and um, what else? Oh, and I also shared a fun thing about how I love working at companies that started off as entrepreneurs and they grew into these big corporations. So mm-hmm. it teaches me on how to scale my business to a million dollar company, child. Hello. Okay. Yes. Um, you said you don't want to stay in tech long. Where do you want to go? Do you want um, your podcast and your platform to be your full time. Absolutely. I yes. really believe in my business. I believe in the professional homegirl, especially my podcast, which is just one entity of the big umbrella of PhD. Yeah. But I do appreciate technology because I feel like tech, being in the tech world is teaching me different things that I can apply to my business. It also gives me more flexibility when I worked in luxury retail. I mean, if anybody works in retail, you know, you ain't got a lot of um, wiggle room for your schedule because mm-hmm. you have to work sun up to sundown. So I am appreciative of this transition because it's definitely helping me scale my business even faster. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like scale, you know, I, well, I have, I have a love, hate, mostly hate relationship with scale on the way that people use it because Absolutely. I often feel like people use it as like, okay, we have this, I'm a, Think about McDonald's. McDonald's is the same in every neighborhood, no matter where. And a lot of people think about what they're doing as like a McDonald's, as opposed Mm to um, if you think about a Trader Joe's, where Trader Joe's is very similar, but it also has like different things that it adapts based off the community. And so I appreciate that you brought up like that piece around scale, because I also feel like as Black women in our businesses, when we start out, it's usually 
really small, really niche, and we want to scale, but we haven't like thought about it. And mm-hmm. then sometimes that scale happens like faster than we realize. And then we have mm-hmm. to play catch up, you know? Right. Yeah. And then you drive yourself crazy. <laughs> Hello? Right. And then it's just you trying to do all of these things and you didn't, didn't even have a time to build a team, you know? Right. And yeah. I think also if that happens, you gotta still give yourself grace. Like I think a lot of times... Yes. Me personally, I know I compare myself to other people and other businesses, but it's like you can't compare your day one to somebody day 100. Like it's just not going to happen. So I think that the most important thing, and I'm probably jumping ahead, but the most important thing that I'm always telling myself is to just give yourself grace. Like you can only do so much with what you have, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and thinking about that grace. um, So you said that you're in tech, but also like what prompted you to start PhD? Like you know, was it you just had a dream one night or you're walking on the street? Um, I'm just making um, this up, y'all. She might not have been uh, walking on the street. <laughs> well, it's kind of sad, but I'm going to lighten it up. Um, okay. So my grandmother transitioned six years ago. My grandmother was like the love of my life. She was my mm-hmm. mom. And at that time, you know, mental health and therapy wasn't attractive. So now that's also in as well, right? Yeah. So at the time, I didn't know how to process her death because I never experienced losing somebody close to me. And I'm like in my thirties. And so when I lost or whatever, I went through like a really big, deep depression. I didn't know how to articulate how I was feeling. So I think a year or so went on and I was just like, you know, I was having these conversations with other women that was, you know, pretty much my sisterhood and my sisters. And they was being there for me and telling me like, Hey, you should go to therapy. You should, you could always talk to me, all this other stuff. And I was like, how cool would it be if there was a platform where women can just like, just be themselves and not have to code switch and just talk about the things that, oh, just share their story pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I started a blog and it was titled The Professional Home Girl. And I was just like, honestly, I don't feel like writing. A lot of people don't know how to read. I was like, there gotta be a better way to get these stories out and to share these stories and to like also be a place where I can just get my therapy alone going to my therapist and all this other stuff. And so somebody was like, hey, you should start the podcast. And I'm like, what's the podcast? And the rest was history. And I started the podcast, especially for um, women of color, because I just feel like there wasn't a platform where Black women can really just be their unfiltered self and just be seen. And I also feel like, you know, um, one of my favorite Jay-Z verses is, Hope went through that so you don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I went through so much in life because nobody was telling me what not to do or nobody mm-hmm. was sharing their stories. And I feel like women, and especially Black women, including myself, I was so ashamed of telling people all the things I went through with that. But I'm like, hey, you never know that your story can be somebody's lifeline. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to start the podcast and you know, just have these moments where like, you know, black girls, we have this little language where we can just kiki and be ourselves and, you know, pop shit Mm -hmm. and just, you know, just be real. Like, I feel like a lot of these platforms are just not like, you don't really hear a conversation that you hear on my platform. And that's what I wanted to talk about. And I also feel like in the space that we in, everybody want to glamorize the success, but nobody want to talk about the struggle to get to that success. Come on, sis. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's like, yo, I got all this money, but I used to be a sex worker. That's how I got this money. Like, nobody's being real. You know what right. I'm saying? So I wanted to just keep it real with people. And then yeah. I also wanted to 
be a to shift the narrative of how society view black women because mm-hmm. we are not the same just because yeah. we may look alike we are not one of one like we are completely different from each other so i want to showcase the variety of black women that i know that are doing a damn thing that ranges from sex workers all the way to um infectious disease doctors mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like we have yeah. a range and we're so dope so i want to showcase that as well Ooh, and okay so, and you talked about how it started with your grandma, a black mm-hmm. woman, right? a black woman. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think just like grief teaches us a lot where you it just like, you're, you're working through this process. You're learning how to like live and move forward without this person that has always been in your life. You're trying to like navigate new things. And mm-hmm. I especially like connect with that because, um, in 2018, I lost my dad and I lost my sister six months after that oh wow. and that was like yeah girl. working through all of that and you know it's just it's a lot yeah people ask you how you doing you're like I think I'm doing okay in this moment yeah but two minutes later I may be doing differently and so yeah I appreciate you just I appreciate you sharing that but also just creating a space where we can have very real conversations because I do feel like we are often in spaces where we have to code switch. And when we get together, we do have those moments to a kiki, but then somebody always wants to bust up in it and, you know, not right. have our space. And then it just gives us a, I want to create a space where you don't have to show face. Like showing oh. face is just so exhausting, child. Exhausting. Like, exhausting. Like I just want to show up as how I am and who I am and let that be enough. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And I feel like if you can't do it with your people, who can you do it with? If Hello? you can't go to Bella Noche, where can you go? Hello. Yes. Okay. Something I love about your podcast is that it's anonymous. So can yes. you share a little bit more about the reason for wanting it to be anonymous? Because I just feel like people can really be themselves without judgment if people didn't mm. know who you were. And I feel like, I mean, a lot of my guests are open to um, exposing their identity, but mm-hmm. I just think that for me, it's important to let people know, like, yo, you can be sitting next to this person and not even know that they're going through all the things they're going through. And I think that people need to understand the beauty in the story and the beauty and brokenness, regardless of who the person is. Because I feel like when people know who the person is, they lose the sight of what's important, which is the message. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think that when people are hearing stories, especially stories that are similar to theirs, it just gives them even more hope and then remove the judgment and allow them to want to know even more about this person. This is like, damn, how did she get through all this? Like, I wonder who this super girl is or superwoman is. You get what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it allows you, I I like that you said it could be the person sitting beside you, which Mm -hmm. also forces you to get to know someone and not just like base it off of what you see, their name and all of that. So you just have a voice. You just have, you just have a voice. Mm. I know. That is really good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You gave me that Oprah look. It's like, Ooh, that's real good. That might be the title or whatever. Um, I'm curious to know, and this might be a tough question because it's having me having you like go through your Rolodex of episodes, but like which voice or episode do you feel like impacted you the most? Ooh. Or has up until this point, you know, and it may be like this one impacted me at this moment in life. This one in, in, impacted me at this moment in life. So I'm allowing you to cheat a little bit. Wow. I don't want to look at my list of episodes. Let me see. Let me see. I mean, you can look. No, I'm not going to look because I want to see like I want to I want to really give an episode that really like moved me. 
Uh, I mean, because not for nothing, when I am feeling down or I'm having like a really bad day, I do listen to my podcast because I just feel like some of the stories are just like really amazing and special. I don't know. It's kind of hard because I feel mm-hmm. like I see myself in almost every person I interview. So, um, and I also feel like if I don't, if an interview don't move me, I don't release it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's because yeah. that's my passion. Like I'm really passionate about sharing stories and giving hope to other women and other young girls, let them know that they are, they will be seen. Like, this is your story. I'm like, I'm your sister or I am my sister's keeper. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the most recent one is my husband's on down low, but I'm not married. So I can't relate to that one. But the story was really good though, because it's just, sometimes you know you need to do better, but for some reason you just can't. So I Mm -hmm. really loved her story because she was so transparent. I feel like, I don't know, like, I just feel like, um, like, maybe it was a story about um, Jamarian Robinson. You know, mm-hmm. I always share his story. He was shot 76 times by the police mm-hmm. for wrongfully being accused. And, like, just speaking to his mom is just, like, I just can't even imagine going through that with my child when I do decide to have one, especially with mm-hmm. my son. So just hearing her just, like, oh, she just does something to my spirit. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't that's know. <laughs> I don't even because I just feel like every story is just so good. Like I just feel like I don't know. Like when like when I really do listen to these stories, I really hear myself at some mm-hmm. point. Like it just reminds me to like keep going. Like even with my um one of my friends, she's HIV positive and she's about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like it just gives you hope. Like yeah. and it just it just black women just never cease to amaze me. Right. You right. Know what I'm saying which which one is your favorite? I'm curious. <laughs> or made you like really movie yeah I would say the sex worker one because I think that was the first one that I listened to which um, one the um escort or the fine uh what was she a financial dominatrix I don't even remember but I was just like this is so intriguing because I feel like these are stories I like read about but to hear like yeah this is a woman that is like telling her like you said the raw story and it's um, so raw yeah it's just like <laughs> It is what it is. So yeah, I think that one is the one that sticks out the most um, because I was just like, the title also caught me as well. And so mm-hmm. there could be more where I'm like, ooh, this one caught me. But like, that was the one, it was like the first one that I like, let me click on this and let me listen. Um, oh, you know, when it comes to mind, uh, you know, it's so funny because this month is suicide month. I remember the day that Nipsey Hussle died. I was mm. at work at my retail job mm-hmm. and it's just so crazy how like, we don't even know these people, but you would have thought that like, that was my brother or somebody yeah. like that was my man. Right. <laughs> so, we was going through, I was going through all these emotions. I couldn't articulate. Like I was just feeling so crazy. And I did an interview with this girl. Her story was about, um, she tried to commit suicide several times. Mm. And we were just talking about, about black girl magic. And we were talking about like, the ancestors and how we so connect it was just such a deep conversation mm. and I do remember feeling like she really like just like I feel like the words I couldn't find she found them like wow. she just soothed me and I felt so she made me feel so much better because I was feeling so crazy that day mm-hmm. and I was going to cancel the um interview but just I'm so glad I didn't because just speaking to her and hearing her story like she's such a beautiful person yeah. And I always tell her, like, girl, you really helped me out that day because I was crying before the interview. Like, I felt so sad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And and it's amazing how 
the ancestors, you know, send people at the right time. So like you could have canceled, but something told you not to cancel. And then you have this conversation that just lift you up. So something Mm -hmm. about black women, I tell you. I'm telling you, black women, they don't get no better. No, you won't find -hmm. find one that's better or better, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is something, you know, as you think about this journey, what is something that you have like learned about yourself and also about your venture? Um, and just, you know, being an entrepreneur and also juggling other things as well. Um, I don't know. This might sound cliche, but I think the one thing that I learned that, yo, I can do anything. Hello? Yeah, like. I can do anything. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, I, so I recently came out with the coloring book, the PH, the professional homegirl coloring book. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, when I received it, like, I just couldn't believe it, like. I literally started crying and I'm like, yo, I wish I had me when I was younger because I really can do anything I set my mind to. And it may take a little bit longer due to like whatever resources I may lack, but everything I have is within me yes. and it's always within reach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think just by like doing a coloring book and like, you know, being able to possibly get into my first store within this month, I'm just, I, yo, I just, like I'm literally just speechless. Like I'm really proud of myself. And I feel like, especially when you do things on your own and you don't really have that team and that support system that you need to like keep going. I mean, I have my community and stuff, but you know, like my family is very, 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 very small knit. So mm-hmm. sometimes all I do have is myself, especially yeah. when it comes to the financial responsibilities of my dreams, which is completely fine because it's my dreams. Right. But I really do feel like I can do anything. Like it's nothing mm-hmm. that I can't do if I put my mind to it. Yeah. And it may take time, but that mm-hmm. is your time and you are dedicated to, to making that come true. So you mm-hmm. can do anything. You can do anything. Yep. Um, speaking of the coloring book, I'm done. Definitely put a link in the bio or in Thank the description you. of this episode. So can you give us a little teaser of what we can expect in the coloring yes. book? Yes. I wish they can see it. Yo, I'm like so obsessed with it. I think this is the coolest thing ever. This just lets me know that I am legendary child. Yes. But um, I wanted to create something cool, something different. And I love to read. Like, I read, like, so much. So during the pandemic, I was like, you know what? Let me go look at coloring books, whatever. Because I remember certain things as a child. And I'm like, yo, I used to really love to color. And so I was going to the different uh, bookstores in different cities and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to color no flowers or no different hairstyles or no geometric figures. Like, I need some variety. Like, I need right. an option. Like, I need something that's going to reflect my lifestyle, me and my homegirl's lifestyle. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so um, I'm like, well, all right, let me just see how much would it cost to make a coloring book? Or like, how do you make a coloring book? And I was just doing, working on this project for like over a year and I finally did it. So I think what makes the wow factor with my coloring book that everybody is so obsessed with is when you color each illustration that goes with it on the page, you get to listen to a story from the podcast by scanning the QR code at the bottom of the page. That is amazing. I know. I said, girl, Beyonce, who? <laughs> so I, yes. it's been doing like really well. Everybody's like super obsessed with it. Like, cause this is like, it's different. Like mm-hmm. you get to listen to a sex worker episode while you coloring a stripper. You know what right. I'm saying? So, and then it has games in it. And it's just, uh, it's just so pretty. Like it's so dope. So I'm really proud of that. And hopefully it'll be in some stores for this year's other witch child. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> getting in some stores. Okay. Um, 
Okay. So let's think about this. So let's put some stuff out in the world. We're talking about the ancestors, but also let's like manifest some stuff for you right now in this moment. So um, if you think about where you want to be in the next year or even two to three years, where is that? And how can this community of baddies and friends listening help you get there? So we're going to get this in the stores. That's number one. Yes. Get this in the stores, a PhD coloring book. Um, the second thing is I definitely want to travel and I would definitely want to travel around the world and get more stories from women of color. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said that is because I recently interviewed a girl from London mm-hmm. and she was addicted to masturbation. Mm-hmm. And somehow we got off the topic and we were just talking about black womanhood. And I was just so intrigued because some of the things that she was talking about, I never even heard of. Mm-hmm. But that just lets me know, like, Black womanhood is just so diverse. Like, it's just yeah. so different, especially when you're in different cities. So I definitely want to uh, travel around the world and get more stories. And I also want to get more stories for women that were impacted by, like, certain events that happened within the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, I, I mean, it's a little, I'm behind schedule. But, like, right now I'm working on a woman who was the last uh, survivor of the World Trade Center. Mm. Like, certain things like that. Yeah. Like, they'll go to Africa or something. So I definitely want to do that. And the last thing that I want to manifest or I've been manifesting is, oh, what was it? Because I had this one ready, child. <laughs> I mean, there's so much stuff I want to do, but I definitely want to, um, oh, you know what? I mean, I don't know if I want to, because I feel like I do so much by myself, so I don't know if it'll make a difference, but I definitely want to get with a certain network. hmm that so I really been working with that. And not to say that you have to partner with, with other businesses. I think for me, I just want more resources because right. the more resources you have, the more leverage you can use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I definitely want to partner up with a network. I have one in mind. So yeah, they're praying on that. Yes. Well, we're going to pray on that with you. I, I love Thank that. You. Um, as you think about, you know, just, your journey and how far you've come and, you know, thinking about you can do anything. Is there um, anything you want to share with baddies who might be in your seat thinking about like two years ago, or even in this moment who might need some encouragement? Um, is there anything you want to share with them? Um, I think the one thing that comes to mind is you just got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I know it gets hard because I mean, I am exhausted, but I am. Um, so proud of myself I've been doing this for almost three years and I'm just amazed at everything that I accomplished like sometimes I think I just get so caught up in the grind and everything that's going on because I'm trying to get to that certain level yeah but my therapist always telling me that the journey is way more important than, than the destination mm. you know what I'm saying so yeah. I think that along with giving yourself grace like just be patient like mm-hmm. and don't give up on your don't give up on yourself and really believe in yourself like I'm my biggest fan like it's nothing that I can't do yes and then don't overwork yourself either child if you want to yeah. go to sleep take a nap <laughs> take a nap you get what I'm saying I feel like we stretch ourselves so thin because this grind culture no sleep this and that it's just like stop what's meant for you would not be missed exactly it will not. And if it takes, like you said, I'm glad that you shared that it took you a year. You were working on that coloring book for a year mm-hmm. and it's not like something that you did overnight, but like you really oh, no. poured your heart into it and it took a year and some things will take time. You know, some things will take time and they will come out and be presented to the world at the time that it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Quality, quality, quality. That's one thing I'm working on now. Cause I feel like one of the challenges I'm having now is like, 
like I said, I don't do stories if I don't feel moved or if it don't bring mm-hmm. some type of emotion. And it's like, oh, I miss a week. I miss a week. But then again, it's like quality over quantity. Yeah. Like, I don't want to put something out if it doesn't do anything for somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. People tell me that listening to the podcast is really therapy for them. So I want to make sure that I'm always sharing some form of inspiration or hope or motivation or entertainment or just something. Because, you know, it's hard out here. It is. <laughs> it, it is hard out here. Right. It, it definitely is. Um, so in, in thinking about like it being hard out here and also we are ce- just celebrating, you know, black women. Um, are there any baddies that you want to show love to and shout out in this moment? Oh, my God. I know so many baddies. I definitely want to shout out the professional homegirl community. I feel like once my grandmother passed away, I, um, I really struggle with loneliness. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like God has definitely showed up for me by reminding me that I'm never alone because of my community. And yes. I feel like even when that spirit of loneliness creep up on me, mm-hmm. I'm getting a message. I'm getting an email. So I definitely want to shout out to the professional homegirls out there because PhDs do it better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also my best friends, my best friends, Aja and Sadea, their moms, their families, their love and support. Like, I don't think. I know I want to be the woman who I am today if it wasn't for my friends. Yes. So oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> I know you're giving me that Oprah look, girl. I'm, I'm over here just touched. I'm also like, I want to go and listen to all. For. I want to go listen to all the episodes just like y'all should. So after you listen mm-hmm. to this one, you go over to the PhD. Yes, support, support, support. Even if you can't afford a coloring book. And maybe we can do something where I can give a, a, a listener a free coloring book. Or if a listener yeah. want to respond to this, and email you let me know I have a couple of free coloring books to give out due to my male listeners so thank yes. you guys but even if you can't support uh monetary just like just sh- share a story mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like yeah. like a picture like things like that really help us creators get a little yeah. further in life yes so. um in order for them to share they need to know where to find you so share yes your- social media website and i'm gonna put all of that in the description as well yes so the website is www.thephdpodcast um instagram is at the phd podcast at the professional home girl um if you got a little extra change you want to show some support to your girl the patreon is patreon.com forward slash the phd podcast yes um also there's some merch up there you can get the coloring book also yes. if someone is feeling generous and you want to sponsor a coloring book or some merch for someone else yes. feel free to do and that you, as well yes a lot of my men they don't like the color but they definitely was very supportive so i had a lot of free coloring books to give away so i definitely don't mind giving one to your one of the baddies in the baddies community yes. but if you want, and also if you have a story to share you mm-hmm. can definitely email me at hello at the phdpodcast.com because i'm always looking for a new stories child Yes. Wonderful. So we're going to come to a close y'all. I know you said, but you're going to head on over to the PhD podcast and listen to all yes. the episodes. Please so do. you mentioned that you like to um, just provide inspiration. So I would love for you to share what I'm calling the baddie benediction. Um, so it's not necessarily a prayer, but it is like some closing and some words that you just want to leave us with as we close on this episode. Well, one of my, of course, Jay-Z is one of my favorite rappers. It's like my dad. And one of the, um, my favorite verses he wrote was, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Mm. So with that being said, own your voice, turn that pain into profit 
and let's get this money, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to another episode of the Baddies with Business podcast. Head on over to the description of this episode and check out the information from the baddie. If you are interested in supporting Baddies with Business, we have a Patreon page, Cash App, PayPal, all the things. If you want to know more about becoming a baddie or you want to recommend a baddie, head on over to my website, baddieswithbusiness.com, or you can email me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon, and I'll talk to you next episode. Mm -hmm.